0: Welcome to the Story Apothecary, a podcast filled with healing and medicinal stories. My name is Nana Tomova, and I'm a traditional storyteller and a pharmacist, and stories are medicines which I dispense. In this podcast, you'll find my prescriptions of stories for the body, mind, heart, soul, and for the earth. So I invite you to join me as we enter the healing world of stories together. Hi to everyone joining us, welcome to another episode of The Story of Cree. it seems that it's been a while since I've recorded one, I'm in a bit of a transition of moving home, leaving Sussex, my, my place of belonging, of being for the last 18 years and driving up to Scotland, to where I hope. I will call my home for some time to come and I'm leaving in just over a week and so things have been a little uncertain for a while. Packing a house, lots of logistics, lots of planning, lots and lots of uncertainty but today. I think it's time for a story, a short one, but one which I I told at a story walk not too long ago, and before that I hadn't told for a few years, and as it's to do with a traveller, it came back to me, maybe wanting to be told on the podcast, and so I'll share this one with you. And interestingly today, was meant to be my last story walk in Sussex. But the weather had other plans. And um, I had to cancel it. Which is the first one I have ever cancelled due to weather. Normally, I walk through pretty much anything. But the winds were quite high. And as we were meant to be in a forest, I didn't want trees to fall down on people. It was one of those reminders that we are not really in charge and whatever plans we may have, life lives through us. It's a good reminder to have. Today's story comes from Hungary. And I hope you enjoy it, it's called The Magic Fiddle. once a traveller a traveller who had a fiddle and not much else he would walk from city to city to town to town from village to village traversing through tracks walking from meadows wading through mud At night, instead of a pillow made of soft, down feathers, he used the rock. He would sleep on moss, with leaves and bracken instead of duvet covers. His clothes tattered, his shoes worn out, maybe a toe poking out from the leather from time to time, until he'd go somewhere and play in exchange for a cobbler to sew it up. This was his life. No television like we have now. Not even gathering around fire to listen to stories. No, in the evening he'd look up in the middle of darkness where the dark skies rained a midnight blue. And as he looked up and towards the heavens, he saw the stars, the moon, listened to the owls, listened to the night winds, could hear wolves in the distance. He would take his fiddle out and begin to play. So good was he, so gifted. Such beautiful music emanated, from his hands, from his instruments that even the animals gathered forth. He was happy, he was content, he had freedom. Every day his feet would touch the road and he would walk on with the wind upon his face, with a hope upon his heart, with a tune made by his fiddle. He was well known. He was popular in weddings, in gatherings, in the marketplace. People danced. People laughed. People sang. People even cried at the beauty of his music. And this went on for quite a while. Every day he would walk foot upon foot on the gravel, every night he would sleep, head laid upon rock. The winter was harsh, the hardest. The spring brought the rains, that wasn't easy always. And so his mind began to wonder. He began to hope, to dream, to think about this House, with a fence, and a tree in the garden, and maybe a cow in the backyard. And he would have a warm hearth with a fire that would always be glowing and burning brightly, crackling. And a bed. A bed which would be soft, and real pillows. Somewhere he will be able to sink in and... Every day he thought about this house. He wanted somewhere to belong to, somewhere to live, somewhere to call home. And those dreams and those hopes became more and more intense until they took most of his time. One day, as he walked, He almost had to stop suddenly, as in front of him there was a house with a fence, a tree in the front yard, grass, just the way he imagined it. He knocked on the door, and as it opened, a little man stood there, short, with a funny face and big eyes. Hello, said the little man. I've been expecting you. Come in, why don't you? And as the fiddler went, he looked at the hearth where the fire was lit. He walked through to the back of the house. As he opened the door in the garden, there was a cow. And as he looked across the whole house and and ran up the stairs to the bedroom, there was the softest of bed the deepest of mattress, down feathers. It was the house of his dreams. He was confused, but overcome with joy and with longing. It is yours, said the little man. All this is for you. Don't you want somewhere to be warm, somewhere to belong, somewhere to stay? Oh, I'd love that more than anything, said the fiddler, but I I don't have any money. How, How can I pay you in return? And the little man looked over to the case where the fiddle stayed. That. I will take your fiddle as payment. Surely that is fair. The man looked at the house. He looked at his fiddle. He felt warm, comfortable. He agreed. All right, he said. Take my fiddle. It seems it is a fair deal. Very well, said the little man. He took the fiddle and ran out the door. But what is a fiddler without his fiddle? What is a traveller? Without his road. What is a dreamer. Without his freedom. But he was warm. He had somewhere to call home. He had fresh milk in the morning. And the softest of beds. He has ever known. He was content. Happy. Comfortable. He slept so well. And his hands would go to To that position he knew so well, but there was no instrument there. And after a few weeks, he knew emptiness. He began to itch for a different way of life. He began to wander road again. The freedom, the stars, the moon. And he began to think about that little old man. Who was he? He was sure that his face was so familiar. He had expected him. How did he know this was the house that he had wanted all along? What was going on? Surely there was more to it than it seemed initially. And sure enough, after a few days there was a knock on the door and the little man was back. ''Your fiddle is broken,'' he said. ''Take it back. You lied to me.'' The fiddler was confused. ''Who are you?'' he said. The little man responded, ''I've been watching you,'' he said. ''I've seen you. I've moved from wedding to wedding, from feast to feast, from marketplace to marketplace watching you.'' You, your fiddle, your fiddle can make people dance, can make people sing, can make people cry. Whenever I started playing your fiddle, people jeered, they left, they booed, they threw things at me. What has happened to your fiddle? What have you done to it that it doesn't play its magic for me? No, it is not the fiddle that's magic. It is the soul and heart that I put into it. But looking at you, something tells me that maybe you have no soul. You have no heart. And so this is why what comes out of the fiddle is not the same for you. I'll take this back. And you can have your house. I'd rather have the music for my fiddle and the freedom of the road. And so the fiddler left his home that day, back to his freedom, back to the road, back to his fiddle. And everywhere he played, people gathered, people sang, people laughed. And that little old man, well, as the fiddler was going, he looked back every few steps until the final time he looked. The house and the little person had disappeared. And this is how the fiddler rediscovered the freedom of the road. And although he missed the warm bed, He preferred the hard rock under the shining stars and the bright silver moon. Even though he missed the thick carpets, he loved the breeze upon his face and the freedom of the road. And he still plays somewhere today. If you enjoy this podcast, then consider supporting me on Patreon. Patreon is a member-only site where you can contribute monthly. Otherwise, feel free to buy me a coffee at Ko-fi. You can also share this podcast on social media and leave me a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify if it brings you joy or healing. Hope you enjoyed the story about freedom and about the times we may lose a sense of self, making promises, or giving up something that's meaningful to us, or part of ourselves. to strange little creatures that come knocking on the door, the times we make bargains, that seem too good to be true, or The times that we give up something that is so dear to us. Such a treasure, so central to who we are as people, as humans, as creatures. And when does something you own start owning you? When does the hope and the dream turn into a regret? What does it mean when having something, instead of belonging, turns into a trap? For me, it's a story about giving up a sense of self, forgetting one's true joy, and offering too much. For you, it may have different meanings altogether. And that is the wonder of stories. And so this is why I created the Story Apothecary Gatherings. This is where a small group of us join from all over the world, online, to talk about the symbols, the meanings of these stories for us. And together, our opinions, our ideas, our longings, our thoughts, sit side by side, supported by story and supported by community. I would love if you can make it. They are completely free and they happen once a month. And each gathering will centre on a story from this podcast. The next one is in May. I hope you can make it. Details on how to register and get the Zoom link are on my website. And so as I move house, I'll take the story with me to remind me not to give up too much of myself in order to have stuff not to forget to look at the sky and the moon and hear the screech of the owls, the howls of the wolves, the songs of the winds. And may the music carry on playing for all of us. In feathers, the beautiful music as always. See you next time. Thank you for joining me in the story about the great.